punishment has been paid for by the The whole thing of politics in this country is that politics plays upon the individual. And one of the mistakes of the movement has been that we have been a victim of that whole thing of the individual. See, the man always points out an individual and he tells you that's your leader. He says that's your leader. Well, you have to examine what he's doing. When he pushes a guy out there and says that that's your leader, he also understands that he can pull that cat in. He can destroy that cat and he gets ready. See, we must begin to relate to concepts, not individuals. See, don't ask me, you know, like, what's wrong with Tom Michael and the Panthers? Understand what they both are saying. If you understand the ideology that they're pushing, that's sufficient. Then you take a side on that ideology. Don't take a side on the personalities. So you've got to understand the difference. You have to understand the difference between concepts and personalities. See, the man, he found out it's very easy to destroy an individual or to discredit an individual. But it's much more difficult to discredit a concept or an idea. So what he does is that he pushes individuals out. He tells you this is your leader. Black people will decide when they need leaders and they will decide who their leaders are. At this point, our job becomes, those people who understand the nature of the struggle, our job becomes to organize black people, to organize for revolutionary struggle, not to be projected as leaders. And at this point, the role of the vanguard in any revolutionary struggle is to lead. When it ceases to lead, it ceases to be the vanguard. The vanguard is no more than the guardians of the Viva la resistance. It is I, the quality questionnaire, June Dreyfus. And we're actually going to pull off today. We have an esteemed special guest, the honorable gentleman to my right. Big Bob. Big Bob. <laughs> oh, Big Bob. I like Big Bob, son. I like Big Bob. So, Big Bob, man, I appreciate you filling in for me. I like filling in for my other co-hosts. Big shout out to Nikki Watson. Big shout out to Janae Matilda. I appreciate you filling in for them right now. So, bro, how you been, bro? Who are you, number one? Big Bob. (laughs) Big Bob, let's see. Big Bob is... <laughs> I don't know what to say. I never really thought too much, too deep into it. I'm, I'm good to go, you know. Working, you know, struggling. We work. <laughs> so let's. Right, so stuff we do have in common. Big Bob, you're a veteran, correct? Yes, I am. Okay. See, that's not. You're not getting the the ideas from a um, college-based institution. No. Oh, I have been. I have been to college, but. I don't. I don't get my viewpoints from college. I oh, really? love my own my own point of view on what I think, how I think things go on in the world. Oh. You know, just for me doing my time in the service, going around seeing how people, you know, interact with service members. You know, coming home, 
you know, seeing how Americans, you know, how Americans interact with each other, you know. Right. So it's more like a worldly yeah. view as opposed to a institutionalized view. Uh, I would say somewhat so, worldly. You know, it's been, you know, I've been out for a little while. Oh, where, that's what's, where are you originally from? I'm originally from California. Oh, so you got that whole West Coast. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what's up. That's what's up. See, I mean, I, I find it that, you know, um, when you're coming from different regions, like your mentality is actually different because I was told uh, just the other day that when people that come from the city of New York, right, it seemed like, ah, uh, yeah, that, it was you. <laughs> it was that undeserving, you know, like I'm superior type of, you know, arrogance. Yeah. And I can, I understand that. Me being from Syracuse, New York, I can, I can see that, you know what I'm saying, that is the type. But when you get more out west or more away from that, you know, a northeastern area, it's like, West Coast, y'all are just cool. Minus, like, killing folks. I mean... <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I mean, like, you know, they, they, they got their own arrogance over there, too. Oh, yeah? You know, but it is pretty laid back. I mean, when you get closer to the beaches, the, the more uh, touristy areas, it is a lot more laid back. You know? Oh, really? Are you... And what, what area in Cali are you from? San Diego. San Diego. But well, that's mad touristy. I heard it's expensive out there, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so y'all got like Hollywood folks out there or something like that or what makes it so expensive yeah it's a good area to live the weather's great you got the beaches it's beautiful out there all of, all of California except for like maybe the deserts is beautiful <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what else could you want you know everybody wants to come there and chill and mm -hmm. you know it is what it is oh, oh. <clears throat> now you know, I'm, I mean, we're both from the aviation world, right? And that, so that's what basically got us here in Georgia. Like, what have you noticed in, in your overview from moving from place to place? What do you think about Atlanta? Or, I think Atlanta is overcrowded. <laughs> there's so much money being made made in, in, in this area. I can't understand how the roads could be so garbage. <laughs> in all honesty. Um, <laughs> Really? I mean, it's it's beautiful. I ain't gonna lie. You know, the the, the scenery is beautiful. It's got a lot of historic spots. Right. You know, um, I enjoy. It. You know, I haven't been to a lot of them. You know, not, not like some of our you know co our counterparts. Right. You know, they moved down here. The first thing they did was go to the Coca Cola factory, go to the zoo, go to the the, the aquarium. Right. Right. I didn't do all that. You, <laughs> you're not. You're not. I, I was spending most of my time, you know, driving back driving back to go see family and right. you know things of that nature. I think I've been I've been I've been back home more than I have been trying to go places around here. Oh really? I'm trying to change that. Yeah, oh really? You're trying, trying to you trying to be more seeing what the cuz I think that this is like um like New York back in the day like everybody once <laughs> once you actually move to New York some people they some people didn't get involved with the culture because it's just like, man, just mad people coming in. But then there's some people that actually dove all the way into it and was like, be a part of this evolutionary, regentrified process. Like, when you see this, like, because I've never seen this anywhere else, especially like, I'm in a place where everybody wants to come to. Like, and to watch that happen, it's like, you know, you, you start to realize, I don't know, it's just, it's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, because I work a lot, I feel that it's it's hard to actually understand these changes because I'm like, 
I'm inside these walls, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So every time I come out, it's some new shit. Like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I mean, when when it came down when you moved here, it, how how did you how did you handle that? Like, just I was good. The only thing, uh, the, the main thing I hated was the driving situation and that everything is so spread the hell out. I mean, you, you unless you want to be right there in the center of things, which you don't because the traffic and everything else, you're so close to people, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> you got to drive like an hour to get anywhere. I want to drive, if I want to drive from to Atlanta, it takes me about an hour to get there. If I want to go to, you know, uh, like Lennox Mall, it takes me like an hour and some change to get there. If I want to go damn near anywhere, it takes me almost an hour to get there. You know, yeah. it, it sucks, but... Like I said, you know, the down, you know, if unless I want to pay out the butt for a freaking house or, or or an apartment or whatever, which ain't gonna happen. Right. You know, I'm right. not And I guess that's one of the reasons why I don't really I've never really pushed so hard to really get out there and see whatever. Right, and, right. That what, what do you think, like, out of all places you've been to, what was like your place that you was like, this is the best spot? I've ever been in, lived in, or whatever. I would have to say Hawaii. Hawaii? I just mad Japanese people over there, son. Like, I don't care. Okay, I true. Just, <laughs> there's mad Hawaiians there. But, nah, it's, it's beautiful, it's laid back, it's relaxed. You know, I mean, it is expensive there, but I mean, that's nothing that a job and a half can't fix. You know, or unless you, you open up your own little business or <clears throat> or um, you get a job there that's just paying you some good money. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, so there's not like, there's, is there a homeless problem in Hawaii? No, homeless problem everywhere. I mean, I'm just saying like. I mean, just like, just like when you go over here to, what is it, uh, uh, to uh, 70, 75 mm-hmm. or 20. Right. You know, you got the little tent villages under the bridge. It's, it's the same thing everywhere. It does. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do have where you're going. It's just the thing is that them cats don't really have to worry about nothing but rain. Well, that's I guess so. Man. I guess so. So was it like going to the beach every day? Was that like the best part about it? Or yeah, well, be, well, I, I only I've only been there once, and I oh, was okay. only there for about five days. Uh, but it was like one of the greatest things. If I if if I'm not going off based off that, then I would have to say San Diego. Of course, hometown, right? I got it. Hometown. <laughs> Below that would be probably uh, Virginia Beach. Really? Yep. Virginia Beach. It was Black Biker Weekend this weekend, you know that? No. <laughs> On Memorial Day. I don't pay it up. You said Black Biker Weekend, right? On uh, Memorial Day. Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I never really got too deep into it. I ride a motorcycle, but I never really got into going to any of the events and stuff. I've been invited to some of the rides and stuff, but right. man, now I'm like older and I don't feel like being, you know, leaning over a freaking, leaning over on a uh, 1500 for hours on end. I might, I might go ahead and start doing all that stuff when, you know, if I get rid of that and get like a nice big Harley with AC and right, reverse. A cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> I got an um, Road King joint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, don't be, I don't really pay too, pay too much attention. I don't maybe like listen to the radio. I might listen to it here and there. Mm-hmm. But I, I, and the news, I don't really pay attention to the news because it's so full of garbage and hate. 
you know, it's, it's freaking ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I usually just listen to podcasts, and then every now and then something pops up of interest on right. the news or whatever that I might go ahead and pay attention a little bit. Like, uh, I was talking about uh, the, the measles the other day. The measles. Because, <laughs> because this person was asking me about... Uh, shots for for little kids and stuff. Right. So I was like, well, usually when you're born, you get that that mumps, rubella, measles, or whatever. Right. And I'm like, they're pretty much they're pretty much good to go. You know, the initial shots are fine. After that, you know, it's like whatever, whatever. But you know, if, if I feel like if 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 I'm gonna get if I got a bunch of bumps on my body, I think it might be I might need to go see the doctor. That's true. You know, you'd have to be an idiot. Now. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's. I guess that's that's true. I mean, good to see that there's a problem that's clearly occurring, and all you're gonna do is nothing. Oh, I, I mean, how do you how do you? So, what's your opinion on holistic stuff? Just to, just to, just a quick. I think that for the most part, there are there are plenty of freaking you know herbs and spices and stuff like that that will help cure all kinds of stuff, and I'm down for that. And I just like, you know, uh, medicine, but, you know, the medicine, uh, medical medicine that we have going on right now. Right. I think there's a lot, you know, a lot of that. I'm just weary of pumping kids, pumping our kids with drugs that are tested for like, you know, maybe a year. And then they're like, oh, you need to give this to your kid because, oh, we we found this new thing like like HPV. Right. You know, I'm. I'm not going to pretend like I'm supremely well versed in it, but it was something that popped up like ten, like seven years ago, and right off the rip, they was telling us we need, we need to go get our kids vaccinated for this thing that could cause, you know, cancers or whatever. And I'm like, where the hell was this when we was younger? You just found it now, and then you're gonna have a drug for it already. No, I don't. I don't trust that shit. Give it. I'll give it another. You know, give it a good like twenty years to see if people are having you know deformed children or if they're developing you know uh, uh, diseases of their own. You know, cancer or or what what have you. Right. You know, right. In themselves before I'll go ahead and do all that. Man. I mean, until then, I just say, you know what? Wear a fucking condom. <laughs> I mean, don't be sticking. You know, don't be sticking your dirty dick in a dirty pussy. And then you'll be fine. Oh, we are a lot of cancer. Yeah, we are a lot of cancer. <laughs> you know, it's point, point blank. I mean, the bet. You know, they can always talk about the best way to keep from getting diseases and keep from getting pregnant is abstinence. I'm like, yeah, the next best thing is wear a motherfucking condom. Y'all. <clears throat> I mean, what is so hard about whipping out that condom and putting it on and going ahead and doing your business? I guess there's, I guess there's nothing when you think about it logically. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right now, girls. If the guy says, "But it doesn't feel good when they do it with a condom," then you just need to leave him. He's, he's a dirt bag. <laughs> he, he ain't thinking about you, and he ain't definitely ain't thinking about himself. But it's not always. The, what if it's the chick, bro? Then he need to leave her because she ain't thinking about you. <laughs> she ain't thinking about herself. Yo, Big Bob, y'all ready? Big Bob is on the ongoing resistance, y'all. <laughs> Get ready for this. Coming up next, we got local news, trending topics, world news, empowerment. Viva La Resistance. Morris 
a boy with a big smile and a medical condition known as hypotonia, which affects his muscle tone and stability. So that's one reason why he wears these um, AFOs to help him be a little more stable. Logan also needs a walker, which is why his mom and dad came to the Cedartown Home Depot last Friday with plans for a PVC pipe walker when insurance wouldn't cover the $600 cost of a new one. They spoke to Kathleen Ensley at the service desk, who immediately understood. I do have a special needs daughter. Everybody that was involved with it has a medically needy child. Kathy gathered co-worker Jeffrey Anderson and manager Joe Ritchie, who met with the Moors at the plumbing aisle for supplies after reviewing the family's YouTube video dimensions for the PVC pipe walker. I figured out that we had everything that we needed. Um, I told them to go get ice cream, um, you know, and come back in an hour and we'd have it built for them, and they were kind of blown away. When they came back, the completed walker, decorated in orange with wheels and with Logan's name on it, was theirs, free of charge. We were just shocked at that they would do that for us. Why? Um, well, because I mean, you don't you don't see a lot of that generosity much these days. Viva la resistance. Okay, so we stumbled upon something that was a uh, pretty uh, gut wrench in the big bomb. <laughs> See, the American outrage over praise of little boys DIY, do-it-yourself walker, this is not awesome, it's a failure of our health care. So, apparently with this story, <laughs> a little boy in Georgia gained national a nationwide recognition on Tuesday when the media caught wind of some local Home Depot worker making a do-it-yourself walker for a two-year-old in need. But just one day after a news outlet began reporting on the sweet moment, Americans started to respond with outrage over how the heartwarming story actually highlights the country's healthcare and healthcare insurance failures. So, Big Bob, okay, like, you, you pull this up. <laughs> this is a, this is a, some nice local news. How do you feel bro, when you read stuff like that? Man, when I, when I read stuff like this, it's cool. You know, I like hearing about how people try to help other people. Mm -hmm. don't, don't get me wrong. What irritates me is when I, when I look at those articles and I try to avoid reading them. <laughs> I really do. But it's sometimes they just catch you because you want to hear what, you know, what stupid shit people got to say. <laughs> and it's like, you're outraged because that is a symbol of our health system, of our healthcare system. Motherfucking, why don't you go and get your fucking healthcare somewhere the fuck else? <laughs> I swear to God, you whiny motherfuckers are always sitting up here bitching about our healthcare system, this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. We need free healthcare. We need free this. How about this? Why don't most of you motherfuckers diet? Live a healthy, clean lifestyle, and maybe most of this shit wouldn't be fucking going on. How about that? You know, I know that's very, very broad, but it's just one of those things that just sickens me because somebody's doing something nice for somebody and all they can do is fucking find the, 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 a reason to fucking be haters. And that's why I, one of the reasons why I cannot stand social media. I cannot stand <laughs> social media. Social media is the worst because it gives, it gives fucked up people the ability to say the most fucked up things and fucking, in 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 a, you know, to be honest, man, what y'all need to do is start punching people in their mouths. Yeah, okay, advocate. <laughs>
<laughs> Listen, I'm, I, I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're saying about, you know, people commenting. But in the same token, we got freedom of speech, you know. And they utilize it. Even though it's in the most ignorant way, they utilize that stuff. Oh, dude, don't get me wrong. I think, dude, I'll tell you right now, America is the greatest planet, uh, greatest country on this planet. <laughs> Nobody can tell me any different. We have freedom of speech. We have freedom of religion. We have the right to bear arms. Right. We, we can vote our, vote who in the office who we want to vote in. Right. Within a certain degree, correct. Uh, not even with a certain degree. Come on. That's how the whole thing's set up, bro. Alright, but before we even get to that, okay, let's go back. Let's, let's, let's take it back to these Home Depot people, right? Right. <laughs> they did, they felt like just helping out. Mind you, if you go to another country and then they do that for you, that's like, first of all, it's impressive, number one, but it's like, yo, it's thought of in a good gesture. People would like that. If you saw someone helping a dog, you know what I'm saying, it's, you get likes, you get mad likes. Right. So with this, it's Home Depot, and these people are doing it, and yet the you have to at least understand why they say they attribute it to uh, the healthcare system as being fucked up. Yeah, of course, because, I mean, further on, it says, like, they're going through a lengthy process for a fucking walker, and I'm like... Dude, I bought my grandfather a fucking walker from that goddamn flea market. Okay. Well, you know, get, get the fuck out of here with that shit. You know what I'm saying? What if I could... Sometimes you got to dip in your pocket to go ahead and handle some shit. Right? Okay. So, if that means going out and buying a walker or getting a free walker or whatever the fuck, then that's what you're doing. You can't expect... You, I know everybody here in America is pampered and they expect to get what they want to get when they want to get it. Well, yeah, that's what makes us a great country. No, that's not what makes us a great country. Okay. What makes us a great country <laughs> okay. is, is, that, is that capitalism can sit up here and set things up to where people can get can have it like that. But because you have a lot of people that don't want capitalism around here, mm. that want to stymie freaking innovation and entrepreneurship and stuff like that. It keeps it from being readily available. Do you, you, you realize that if, if, if say, two hundred thousand people decided they wanted to open up medical supply stores, right? That would drop the price on fucking you know medical supplies. Okay. I, so what I'm trying to get at is, well, what I, I'm trying to get at is, you can't blame the, you can't totally blame the health system because they need to go ahead and verify their thing, whatever, blah blah blah. Well, that's not. You let, know what? Actually, I don't like this stuff. Stop it. Stop it. I don't like this one. I don't like this one. I feel like I'm, I'm feel like I'm defending something that don't need to be defended. What? Oh, explain. I, 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 all right, so now I'm confused. Wait, how are you defending something that doesn't need to be defended? What I was going to say, right? What I was going to say was let's go with education. Okay. All right. Let's go with that. Education. All right, education. Now, I'm, the reason why I'm bringing up education is because let's say the system is correct, okay? Because there's a system out there in the process. Let, there's people here that are uneducated to even get into that system. And that's why you see a whole bunch of people that are like, they just don't know where to get help from. That's that. I really believe that 
because a lot of people saying, oh, this is in place, this is in place, this is in place, this is in place. And that may be true, but if no one actually shows me where it is, you're going to get this type of situation, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, maybe maybe the, these people, when they say the healthcare system is flawed, maybe they're not actually telling you what the actual problem is with the healthcare system. It's like, there's a communication problem with the healthcare system. Maybe my irritation isn't so much, isn't so much of my, okay, I think what it is I'm trying to get across is that I hate listening to the whiny motherfuckers. That have the ability to. No, it's not even that. Oh. It's, 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 it's the fact that they fucking expect everything to be perfect. Oh. They want everything to be perfect. Well, that's everything true. Everything to be readily available. And fucking reality says no and yet they want to live in this world where they want to pretend like they're in this world where everything is readily available like that and it's not and it irritates the fuck out of me when people fucking complain about that shit it's like it's like do something no it's not even like do something it's 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 like in a perfect world right you'd go into walmart Mm mm-hmm and every lane would have a cashier. <laughs> That's real. But the reality is they have 20 of their 21 lanes closed and then they have the self-checkout open. They have a lady sitting there who's just like pointing people up. You know, go to this one, go to that one. The reality is uh, reality is is a motherfucker, and people need to get over the to need to understand that even though we are in a good time where or in a great time. Mm-hmm. And I won't say it's the best time because the best time could have happened 30,000 years ago and we just don't know, know about, about it. Right? Oh, that's real. That's but real. This could be, you know, this is a great time where yes, there we have we have uh, access to to all these luxuries, luxuries right? Yes, right. <laughs> but it's like stop your whining about it. Right. You know and it's like it's there you know, these people, you know, if these people don't know, don't know how to do it, then you can just go ahead and get on there and say, hey, you know, I've just looked up blah, 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 and, and it's on such and such street. Put that in the reviews or, or right. instead of freaking sitting up there and showing me out your dumb outrage, because my my logic doesn't give a fuck about your stupid emotions. And and that's how it is for most men. I'm surprised more men don't just come up and just tell people to shut the fuck up. Well, <laughs> that's, that's that's I think yeah 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 yeah. Sometimes I get you know I, I sometimes my my anger you know I, maybe I get emotional in it, but when mm-hmm. I'm speaking it from is logic, right? It's just like it's maybe not even emotion. It's just irritation, irritation of the laziness of the people around us who cry and whine about everything. You know, even when they got it good, they're still crying because they don't have the next latest, greatest fucking toy or whatever. You know, that's real. And <laughs> and it just well, we are first. Grinds my gears. <laughs> well, yo, you know, we are in a first world country, and, and I, I, I don't. You want me to say it? You want me to say it? Don't you? That's why you said. That's just saying we're in a first world country, right? These are first world problems, bro. I mean, <laughs> what do you what do you expect, folks in Africa? Ain't having this problem. They're not having this conversation. 
like somebody would have got fired, okay, if it was somewhere else in a poor country. And I'm not, let me not just say because there's some places in Africa that are, they act first world ish. That's real shit. But you already know my opinion. <laughs> What's if it mean? ain't America, it's third world. Yo, yeah. what? Is this? Yeah. Oh, that's what it is, dude. I mean, think about it. We 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 throw away <laughs> we throw away electronics and homes and cars like they're disposables. This is the greatest country on the planet where we throw away billions of pounds of food every fucking year and refuse to give it to freaking the homeless or the hungry. <laughs> It's the greatest freaking country on the planet. So don't you think that folks have a reason to be outraged? No. <laughs> I love it. No. <laughs> Yo, this is the ongoing It's like our country is almost set, is set up, I would say, damn near to a point where if you are actually homeless, mm -hmm. Aside from some type of mental disorder or whatever, or disability, then you basically choosing that. You think it's like that? You really think it's like that? I really think it's like that. Like I said, unless it's a, you know, you there's there's certain you know degrees of it, but you know, like I said, if you have like a debilitating disorder or whatever, right, right, like that, right. If you have a physical, physical ailment, basically, fucking choosing to live that life and I, I i know that i mean i'm not gonna even pretend like i grew up in some ghetto you know or nothing like that but i you know i have my my you know family family members that went through the motions the mom you know they sat there and you know came from good families mm -hmm. and just like say we could get we got on drugs wanted to live this particular life was homeless now they're older. They got their shit together. They're good. <laughs> like I said, it's it's mostly. I think it's mostly because it's it's mostly of a choice. I mean, like I said, there are exceptions to the rule. But I mean, when you think about it, we have so many. Like when you're driving around around Atlanta and stuff like that, all the abandoned homes and apartment complexes and stuff that they have. What's stopping you from can't put setting up camp up in there and making a you know starting to build a better life for yourself? Uh, for a homeless person, right. I guess they need water and stuff, no electricity. You got the Chattahoochee out there, <laughs> yo, dude. <laughs> yo, I'm just being real. I'm just saying what, what I'm. You you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying, you know but what I'm saying. telling me. And it's like it's like yo. I mean, okay, real. I'm I'm gonna be with you, and I'm I'm gonna even. I got I got this question. Okay. <clears throat> See what like it seems, and that's and that's that's funny that I said that too about the, the being the choosing to be homeless because then you got movies like John Wick, All right. where they basically have celebrated being a homeless person because behind the scenes they're freaking assassins and they got the life and all this other shit. You're celebrating homelessness by equating it to being a fucking highly paid hitman and shit. So now you will have people that will go out there and try to live that fucking life. 
<laughs> that would choose to go out there and live that life. I'm not saying that that's not realistic. I'm, I'm that's probably realistic. So, <laughs> viva la resistance. So, like the question is for everyone: What do you think of our healthcare system, or? Do you think that we should be doing it ourselves more? Hold on, before before we before we get to that, I also want to say that I'm not gonna say that the, that our healthcare isn't set up in you know in a way of people you know greed. Oh. It's definitely greed. You know okay. what I'm saying? Capitalism breeds greed. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that the options that we have here, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of whether what whether people realize or not. You know, there are options out there. There are free clinics and you can go into a hospital and get treated. You, they can't turn you away. You, there are there are options out there. You just got to go out there and just do it. You know, find it or whatever. And, 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 and if you can't figure it out, there there are places you can go to find out where you need to go. That's that's real. You know, and most of y'all, even, even a lot of the, the quote unquote homeless people have <laughs> cell phones with Google and all that stuff. It's really not that hard to Google where can I get healthcare. Viva la resistance. <laughs> Viva la resistance. Okay. So this is always the time where I relinquish the power. And uh, we're into trending topics with Big Bob. <laughs> Big Bob, so Big Bob, what the hell do you give a shit about? <laughs> what I do, the things I do, I give a shit about is <laughs> going to the gym and doing jujitsu and spending time with my family and uh, reading books. <laughs> I don't read them all the time, but I read, I, I read books. You know, I, I, I like to listen to podcasts. Uh, podcasts on uh, podcasts. I listen to podcasts and stuff. You know, right. people have good information on that stuff. Okay. You know, the the shit I don't give a fuck about is, <laughs> is you know, like the Jesse Smollett thing. I don't understand why it's still getting airplay. <laughs> the dude was an idiot. And a half. Okay, and so irritates the living goat shit out of me. So let's 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 take it back to the beginning. <clears throat> so I believe it was I don't know what the date was of when Jesse Smollett claimed to have been um, mugged by a bunch of MAGA hat wearing Caucasians that threw blue <laughs> threw bleach in his face. And also put a noose around his neck in 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 the middle of Chicago. Yeah. Okay. While he was going to get a sandwich at Subway at twenty degree weather. Right. You know. Yeah. At two o'clock in the morning. So what about that? I mean, give us the Big Bob thought process of this whole story. The Big Bob's thought process is that it didn't set set us black folk back that far, but it definitely set up here and freaking 
marred our image. And the fact that this fool got away with it just pisses me off to no, no end. It was just like when people were sitting up there jumping up and down for joy when OJ fucking said, he, when they said he was innocent. It's like, y'all motherfuckers know you. Allegedly did it, you know, and we know that this dude allegedly set this shit up. You know, he was an idiot. You know, if he wanted more money, he should have. You, you gotta, you gotta market yourself. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not gonna pretend like I know all the shits are in and out of being a damn actor, but you know, you gotta have something people want. If people don't want it, then you ain't gonna get paid the big bucks. I don't know, because I also heard that that uh, what was it? The Shy or something like that talked about fucking bringing them, bringing them on their show or something like that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, it, was, I, it was like some some stupid shit, and it's like, <laughs> why? So this motherfucker can pull the same shit on you? I mean, he got that fine fine ass sister, and 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 he fucking up doing pulling this bullshit. <laughs> it's like get the fuck out of here, man. And I I would have been ashamed. I would have been ashamed. I, my, as me, I wouldn't have said nothing. And I, like, like how his family was talk, coming out talking about, nah, I wouldn't have been like, what, what do you mean? His how the fuck you going to sit up here? The, the, remember, the, the family came out talking about, you know, whatever, backing him up or whatever. You know, oh, so. corroborating with his story? Well, not corroborating with his story, but just okay. backing him up saying he's a good guy or whatever. Right, right. And I'm like, yeah, he's a good guy who hired two of the blackest people on the planet <laughs> <laughs> to do this to him and not only that but 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 two of the most diesel dudes on the planet too like like all they did in Kenya was just work out that's it you know what I'm saying so <laughs> fucking and, and, and embarrass himself by saying it was white people it turned out to be black dudes you know fucking putting the noose on his fucking neck which you know, it's like it's 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 a sh- that 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 shit just I I really don't even have any words about it. With a fucking noose. What is the what is it with these fucking nooses nowadays? Noose. You hear about the teachers? There's like these teachers that that uh, at the school that fucking posed with a fucking noose and they were holding the noose and smiling. Teachers know? posing with nooses. Yeah, it was it was weird. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to. Look. It's like to, you know. To actually, to be honest, it seems like like half of this. Well, no, I say about eighty percent of the shit that you hear about on the news is like it can't be real. It this can't be fucking real. But at the same time, my brain's saying it is real. Like uh, the uh, you had heard about the Delta Airlines, and I, I've read about this twice. Okay. One happened. One time it happened to a dude. The next time it happened to. A, uh, a woman and her daughter uh-huh. and apparently somebody had allegedly according to the article somebody on a previous on a, on a flight previous had thrown up in the seats and the people you know boarded the plane and stuff and mm-hmm. they went to go sit in their seats and, and people sit down and it's wet and it's got puke and shit you know I don't know how they didn't see that unless it was like you know the person didn't have no food in their stomach and they just Harold bile and saliva or whatever but you know and then the, but the fucking funny thing is that the delta people the representative not the representatives the, the the stewardesses and shit was like that's that's not my problem type shit i'm like where the fuck did customer service just take the way of the dodo and, 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 and fucking <laughs> airlines i mean like they're they're rude fucks and on top of that oh then the fuck don't get then they then they set up situations where they overbooked their fucking flights 
then they fucking need a, a seat for a pilot or whatever to fucking fly to some other destination. So, they ask people if they want to get off. They're like, no. So then they force somebody. And it's like, hold the fuck on, man. I paid fucking money for this seat to leave at this fucking time. So, so I understand. I understand. I just want to make sure that we are, we are, we are <laughs> talking about the Delta customer service as a whole now. Like the the whole. I'm talking about when I talk when I'm speaking about you know those type of deals. I'm talking about those instances where, but it was it was some asshole, perfectly a uh, 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 customer service person that didn't give a fuck. And it's like you're that that person is embarrassing the fuck out of that company. If it was me, I would either send them in for retraining or they'd be fired. <laughs> for real, because it's like. Right. Whatever so, happened to the customer's always right or whatever. And like most people just get on their flights and just go wherever they need to go. I'm gonna tell you something. Alright. What happens with uh customer service <clears throat> is a difference when you're the only uh customer service that you gotta deal with. If they kick you off that plane, where you gonna go? Where you gonna go? They hold all the cards. I mean they're not actuality. So it's like it's 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 their 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 airline. And y'all are just using it. That's, that's basically it. And paying them. Hmm? So, paying them good money. Paying them good money. And and what's good money to you is not good money to them because they're feeling it. Obviously, my money is good for them because that's why they overbooked the damn flights. You did. What they should do, <laughs> now what the motherfuckers should do is go through, look, you know, check the fucking seats, clean up the trash or whatever, fucking make sure everything's fucking good to go. There's no reason why a person should have to sit down and fucking puke. And then not for that, not just that, but for them to be uh, rude about it. And that's my fucking problem is that they're rude about it. I mean, I mean, they got a union, though. Know? Man, fuck their union. What in the world, bro? What in the world? What in the world? Because <laughs> you got a union doesn't mean you can be an asshole. I mean, yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. And see, that's one of the reasons why unions suck. Oh, Jesus. Why, man? Why? <laughs> because I can say that because I am union. Okay. But I say that I say that in the fact of the the attitude, the negativity that it produces in people. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Unions to me are fucking awesome. They're great. Mm-hmm. But it also has its dark side. I love unions. I see nothing wrong with unions. Just as long as they don't get too stupid, I don't care. It was like when those uh, it was like. 10 years ago whatever when the teachers went on strike mm-hmm. because they wanted more money mm-hmm. like you're asking for more money during a fucking recession like the fucking people just lost their jobs motherfuckers lost they you know lost their homes and all this other shit and you're you're saying i'm gonna stop teaching your kids because i want to fucking raise yeah. you're a piece of shit what now bro yeah you're a piece of shit for that no man no no yeah no it can't be it can't be. Yeah. And I'm, this is my, this is how I feel about that. And what they should have did was fired all the motherfuckers. That's what they should have did. Fired all the motherfuckers. So I just want, uh, let me put this in context for you of what we just went through. Number one, you're talking about Delta, right? And you're complaining about the customer service within the Delta, right? Now, the stewardess have a union, I believe, as a stewardess union. With that being said, right? Delta doesn't have a union. 
they don't, they don't think they have a union at all, as a matter of fact. So I'm, I'm, I have to make sure I do research to make sure the students even have a union. Because if they don't have a union at all, right, you are complaining now that unions are terrible. We are in a right-to-work state. That's number one. So, of course it's going to be terrible. Here, uh, and Delta is in Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's... it's but, but didn't you just hear me say that I'm... I'm in a union. Right. I don't like unions, and I think unions are great. Okay, okay. Don't, I, don't take that. Don't take that away. I, I, don't, <laughs> don't just focus on the. Don't just, just focus on the negative because oh, what I'm okay. there, there's a, there's a, a like and, and there's a yin and yang to everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that when it comes to the was it the 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 yin is the white, the yang is the black. So right. When it comes to the when it comes to the yang, the negative negative negativity. No, actually, I'm gonna take that around. When it comes to the yin, okay. the yin, the white part, the negativity. Uh. Right, I got you. You know, the, the, I, that's the part I don't like. I don't <laughs> like the nastiness. Like even in the the place where we work, right? You know, there's there is like people there that that are unprofessional just because it, 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 just because the un, because the unions protect that. Okay, and I don't like. I've never liked that. Okay. You know, and like even when I say when I say about the whole, you know, the, like the teachers union thing, wanting more money, stop teaching the kids, you know, during a time because they get the bulk of their money right. from the government. Right. So if people are losing their jobs and you're sitting up here screaming about more fucking money, you're kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> it's like you you're saying you're telling me that you guys can't like stall the negotiations to see how things kind of work out over the year and then freaking go back to the table and then try to negotiate something. I guess. I mean, it. I mean, they, I'm not gonna lie. They felt like they, like they shit. They contract hit at a good time. <laughs> it did. I ain't gonna lie. They they hit at a good time because then they could get more. They knew they could get more. And I'm not. I can't. I can't. I I'm not gonna fault them for that. But at the same time, I'm going to say that they were assholes for that. But only in the fact of that. You're, you 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 let you let it be known. I don't give a fuck about teaching kids. I care about money. All right. Maybe on a moral level, I can see what you're talking about. But you got to understand that they have to survive, and they have to. And this is America. <laughs> yeah. And they could have survived the next five or six years on the paycheck that they was getting. But that's you counting their money. That's not them counting. But quit trying to live like the Joneses, you wouldn't have that fucking problem. Man. We just discussed this the other day about how people live well outside their damn means. Talking about, um, I can't, I can't do this. This is what I'm going to say. I support that because you have the ability and you have the right to negotiate. Just because y'all depend on it a lot doesn't mean that they don't have the right to negotiate. And because they did that, they put they put it. They put their foot forward to negotiate. Like, this is not just going to go down. Like, you're not going to tell me, oh, this, 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 and I'm supposed to be happy at what I do, but not get the pay that I want to do it? No, I don't give a shit about your kids. (laughs) Everybody everybody wants CEO pay. You damn right, because this is America. But that's not the way it works. 
Yes, it is. If you got a gang, clearly the government is a big gang, bro. Man, the okay then. So the only way to support a big gang, you gotta have to get yourself a gang yourself. That's what you do. Viva la resistance. <laughs>
No, not at all. Ain't worried about them. Ain't thinking about them. Ain't sweating them. <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, in all, in, 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 in true to life shit, I'm, I would be more worried about North Korea's allies than North Korea. I'd be more worried about China and Russia than North Korea. And if it wasn't for the fact that I know, I know that Russia and China are all both saying, "Damn, why did we back these back these people up?" We would have been went in there and freaking <laughs> knocked that whole thing down. <laughs> we uh, we would have been knocked out. We've been like tossing the people Twinkies and ho ho. Like, oh my God, these Americans are gods. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. But then in the last, then the, then the Korean War proved that they're like. I mean, we tried to do it. We didn't do it the right way. And I hate saying that because, look, man, everybody. It, you know, they talk about the rules of war and all this other crap. And I mean, the. I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer or you know just sound like a messed up dude, but if you if you're gonna go in to somebody's other country and freaking lay the hammer down, then you just need to do it. And in America, when we do things, we do it big, and we did it twice. What do you mean? I'm I'm, I'm when we dropped them bombs. We haven't dropped Man. them bombs since. I'm just saying. But we, I mean, there's Afghanistan, there's Iraq. It's because there's something that pe- there's something that some pe- some people want out of it, so that's why they won't go and just melt it all down. We all know it. It's it's right there. Otherwise, it would have been dealt with already. And Korea has nothing we want. So in a way, we don't care. What do they have? What do they have? Rocky rocky shores, freaking women. And all we, you know, we'd have to feed them first. Well, they got, they got nothing. They got nothing we want. Bro, do you, do you believe that? I mean, it is an arrogant standpoint that that you're taking. And I ask, cause I'm like, you don't think that they're they they're 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 formidable. In, in no way, shape, or form, and no, like absolutely, we would fuck them up so fast. <laughs> Let's be real. Like I said, they're one, on, on a one-on-one thing, basically. Yeah, dude, we send one ship out there and we fuck them up. That's how much confidence <laughs> I got in our military. <laughs> one ship. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I, I'm confused as to uh, as to even why. Like because, all right, let's 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 even add politics. Okay, so you're saying that the only reason why we don't go over there and do that is because China and Russia. Pretty much, we would have did it already. You think China and Russia is like would well clearly they did before. They that's the only reason that's the, that's the only reason why. 
Oh, not, okay, I take it back. Not the only reason why. That's one reason. And the other reason is because unless there's a, a ton of oil, which we've never heard of, or a ton of gold there, there's nothing there except to freaking knock down, knock down the regime and let the Koreans turn it into, instead of having North and South Korea, it would turn into one giant Korea again. Right. That's the only, that's the only thing. What, I mean, what, what, what do we have? There's nothing to gain from it. I, I I don't want I don't want to sound like too much of an asshole, but <laughs> there's really nothing there but their women. That's it. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're unique. I mean, you're very unique. I, I mean, did. when you sit down and think about it, I mean, like dig around in there. I mean, a whole culture, a whole. You know what I'm saying? In, and then the military tactics, you're saying that the culture don't even matter. The people don't they, even They matter. don't really have a culture. They have a, a governmental rule. Everything is based on their government. I don't really consider that a culture. Uh, it's, it's their culture. I mean, a culture of a governmental rule. Okay. I, mean, I guess you, you want to look at it like that, then, yeah. I, I mean, so, and, and it's like... It, and that's why we let them That's why we let them go ahead and say what they got to say, and we don't pay attention to them too much. And every now and then, they lob a freaking missile into the ocean, and we're like, oh, look at Korea, look at Korea. And I'm like, nah, I'm not worried about that, dude. I'm not, I'm not worried about that, dude. I'm, I'm more worried about, you know... I'm more, I'm more, I'm more worried about the... The terrorist that would just sit there and pull, actually pull something the fuck off, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm more worried about, you know, pissing off, you know, pissing off, you know, Russia or China for them to freaking go ahead and actually start making making some serious moves, right? You know, something along those lines. I'm not worried about North Korea, you know, getting having a hissy fit or whatever, and you know, whatever they do, you know. I'm not trying, you know, I'm not trying to doubt what the hell. I'm not trying to um put every downer on everybody that I'm not man. trying to make them feel stupid, but you know it is what it is, and what it is is potatoes. <laughs> Pretty sure they eat lots of potatoes over there. Big Bob. Big Bob. Viva la resistance. <laughs> One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. Okay, Viva La Resistance. So, being Big Bob, first of all, I really appreciate you spending this time with me to knocking out this awesome no show. No problem, son. It's my pleasure. <laughs> I, I, that's what's up. That's you know what's what up. Anything to help a brother out. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how we need to do. You know, we need to, you know, help each other out, you know, back each other up, you know? That's real. Stop, you know, being crabs in a bucket. You know what I'm saying? That's real. That, and you know what? That's, that's real. That's real shit to say. So with that being said, you know, I, I believe that, and I know, I know I have to say this. You're black, right? Last time I checked. <laughs> it's not that. It's because everybody that listens to this, they're going to think that I'm a white dude or something like that. Right, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
Like, what the fuck, man? You talking about this white dude, man? I hate these, man. Anyway. <laughs> now, with that being said, I believe this is one of the most powerful things is black men that read. So this segment is going to be what's in your audio book. So. <laughs> You're probably going to be very disappointed oh. because I read a variety of things. I've never been down for that insane shit and all that other fucking crap. <laughs> but I got like uh, Black Privilege by Charlemagne the God. I got Adjustment Day by Chuck Palahniuk. I got a buttload of freaking Stephen King books. Mm. I love Stephen King. Stephen King's good. Stephen King is good. Uh, I got a oh, World War Z complete edition. By Max Brooks, nothing like the movie, nothing at all like the movie, but very good, very good. Real? Yes, very good. Nothing like the movie in a positive way. Aside from the fact that they realized that, uh, no, not at all. They weren't in the book. They weren't running zombies. They were just walking zombies. Oh, you know, and and it didn't in the in the book. It just dealt with. It dealt with people, different people's uh, experiences during the zombie war or whatever. Okay, okay. It, it's got a, you know, it's got a, a, a bunch of people who uh, narrated. I, the main one I can remember is Common was in there. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, that dude, uh, Max Max Aoki or whatever, he's a dude that played in uh, Heroes and Y Five O. He he did it. The dude, uh, uh, Cal Cal Penn. He, oh yeah. He narrates some. Um, I think James James almost does some too. But was it more was it uh, action pack or more? Yeah, just, it was people telling their telling their story of what happened to them or what happened during their time. Got right. you, got you. Uh, let's see. Okay. Oh, I, here's another good one. Um, Fingerprint of the Gods by Graham Hancock. That's okay. a very that's a hard one. But that's a hard one. Yeah, it's it's de- it, it's dealing with a, with uh, cultures because like this dude. If I got him, yeah, it's yeah. Graham Hancock, he he's one of those guys that believe that, and I believe it too that that there's been multiple cultures throughout human history. Like the thing is that like it's due to some kind of a a uh, cataclysmic event or whatever. Everything basically kind of got wiped out. Most of the people got wiped out and everything, and they started building over. And then, you know, we get the kind of ideas of, you know, certain ideas that still kind of flow through, but we don't get the complete histories because since, you know, a lot of shit got wiped out. Right. So, you know, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty, some good shit. It's like, like the whole concept of, uh, like everybody was always talking about how the Mayans or whatever they were so sophisticated because of their irrigation system. Well, where they learn their irrigation? Some people want to say, "Oh, they learned it from from the from the, the aliens and shit." Well, this this guy would, would say, "No, they learned it because back in the freaking day after this one 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 dynasty that was destroyed, the you know certain things got passed down through generations and people ended up you know right that shit." Oh, sure. It's pretty good. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. <That's laughs> and I got that uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck, which explains itself. <laughs> uh, the gaslight effect: how to spot people that are gaslighting you, which is actually a pretty good one. Gaslighting. Yes. What's a gaslight? It's more or less like people. How do you put it? It's when you when you, when you're trying to express your your feeling of so like say you and your partner are having an issue and you're trying to express how you feel about this situation and then that person turns around and basically 
tries to twist the situation to make it all about you. You're the one with the problem. Like, you're crazy. You're crazy. You know right. what you're talking about. Right. It's kind of like gaslighting. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Is that good for relationships? Yeah, it helps you. Helps you. <laughs> it, it, no, you want to know what's good for relationships? Listen to Dante Nero's uh, Man School 101. Uh, good on you, you go on um, YouTube and listen to a lot of Patrice O'Neill's old shit. And when you actually sit back and start thinking about some of that shit and like kind of start applying just a little bit, you'll see a definite change. Really? Yeah. This is the, that that uh, gaslighting book. It's just to help you identify how to cope with how to cope with the person's shit. Oh, okay. What they're doing because whether they realize people realize or not, that's a form of of, of psychological abuse, you know, and a lot of people don't even realize it's happening to them. Oh man, you know, they, we really don't even realize it. Like, okay, it's like like the concept of uh, like a psychological abuse. Like, say, like you and your old lady mm-hmm. about to go to bed, right? And she's like, "Which side you want to sleep on?" Right? And you're like, "I want to sleep on that side." And then she's like, "Well, I won't be able to see the TV." She already knew what side she wanted to sleep on. But she wanted to sit there and manipulate you into freaking giving up your shit. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? It'll be something small, but and, and to most people, it won't even register. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like when a woman sits there, or say like you're sitting down with your spouse, your spouse or whatever, and you have kids. Right. And she walks into the house from work, and she sits down and next to you, and you're watching TV or whatever. You're having housework, whatever, blah blah blah. And three minutes go by, and then she's like. So the, so the kid's too busy to say hi to their mother? You don't think nothing of it, right? Right. But that's a psychological tactic because they know automatically us dudes is going to automatically get to get on the offensive and be like, yo, don't y'all know your mom's home? Y'all need to come out here and say hi. Say hi. It's, it's just a manipulation tactic. <laughs> okay. That's a, wow. That's a... Uh, let's see. Deep shit. Oh, um, when I was talking about, I got a buttload. These are these, now these would be must reads. If anybody's out there that likes reading adventure books and stuff, get Stephen King's The Dark Tower series. It's seven books. Fucking phenomenal. I've read it. Like I've read it like six times. Because it's that good. Because it's that damn good. What is? And this? don't watch the fucking stupid ass movie because that movie was horrible. Okay. Because they, they thought they could get over by putting Idris Elba in there, you know. Because of that, you know, it's, the, it's about time we got a black cowboy. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> that's what. <laughs> that's what Idris Elba there was for. No, but okay. The, the story is basically <laughs> the story is roughly about the, the gunslinger. Roland Deshane. Got you, got you. See, it starts off in a different like dimension or whatever. Oh, that's the one with uh, 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 Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch the movie. The movie is fucking boo boo. Read the books. The books are fucking awesome. They're awesome. And all right, so what's the story about it? Generalization of the story. It's basically Roland. Roland's whole deal is to fix the beams. And climb to the top of the tower. Okay. The dark tower. Okay, there's a dark tower. The dark tower is basically the center of everything. Right. And from the from the tower, it spreads out, shoots out uh, 
I forgot how many, I think it's like 12, 12 beings mm -hmm. that are all guarded by different guardians, a shark, bear, frog, turtle, whatever. What? When you come into the story, there's like three beings still up. The one by the, held up by the turtle, one by the eagle, one by the bear, I believe. Mm -hmm. And basically what he does is he ends up fucking recruiting some people to help him on his travels to get to the Dark Tower. And then during that battle, during his deal with the, you know, getting to the Dark Tower, he's also trying to find this guy, the man in, the man in black, um, Randall Flagg or Walter O'Dim or whatever. He's got so many names. Right. This dude's like, that character right there spans like a whole bunch of Stephen King's books. He has different names in all his books. Like in The Stand, his name is uh, Randall Flagg. And a lot of the story in that book, and a lot of the story kind of bounces around and deals with some of the other books too. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's real trippy, dude. It's trippy. Oh, okay. And, um, but yeah, that's basically what it is, you know, to fix the tower, fix what's wrong with the tower, and then climb to the top of the tower to see who's inside. Right. So he can ask his questions or whatever. Right. It's fucking good. I'm telling you, if you don't read it, you're missing out like a champ. And the way they did that movie was a travesty because they should have just did like they did the Harry Potter books and just started with book one. And then the people could have built off of that, which the Harry Potter series was another awesome series. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I read it repeatedly and I felt, I felt a, a sense of loss when it was over. I just didn't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> I never read any of that. Oh, here's, here's one. Here's one. This one's freaking nutty. I read uh, or listened to The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. I only did that one because I was listening to this other podcast, uh, <laughs> The Fighter and the Kid. Mm -hmm. And the, the dude, Brian Callen, he always gets up, he gets on there, you know, at least at the time when I was really listening. He would always talk about these different books he read and he was telling me about how, oh yeah, I read this. I read the screw tape letters and it was so good and blah 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 blah. So I went ahead and got it, you know, to see what it was about. And it was a dry ass story about this demon, a rookie demon being coached by a freaking another demon to try to get this dude to do some shit. It it, it was like really just a waste of fucking time. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, but whatever. I mean, I, I understood there there was like a, a less, you know, kind of like a lesson behind it. Cause yeah, it's, it, you know, there was lessons that I don't really remember because, mm -hmm. you know, it was just like, it was one of those things where, oh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I bought, I bought this one and I freaking got it on, um, on Audible, Outliers, A Story of Success by Malcolm Gladwell. Dude's pretty good. He was just talking about, cause I kept hearing, I kept I kept hearing the whole notion of uh, like Joe Rogan and, and Brian Callen and a bunch, you know, a bunch of people that, that they hang with. They were always right. talking about this, this whole 10,000 hour thing. You know, right. You master something, you gotta spend like 10,000 hours or whatever. Right, right, right. So I got it just to hear what he was talking about. And it was actually pretty good. It was just talking about how success can relate to being in the right place at the, or being born at the right place at the right time and being exposed to something at a particular time. And it was pretty, some pretty good shit. It was talking about like, um, I think he took like Steve Jobs and, um, and uh, Bill Gates and they were talking about how Bill Gates came, you know, his family was good to go and he happened to go to a private school that happened to buy a computer and have a computer lab, just one computer that they put in the basement because they didn't think nothing of it. And he came across it and 
you know, started messing with it, started learning coding and all this other stuff, you know, program, you know, a little bit of programming, went to school, and then you end up with Microsoft, you know, that type of deal. And it was just based on him, you know, the fact that he was born at a particular moment in time. It was like, uh, he, he, uh, before that, he was talking about, uh, because I think he's Canadian. Right. He was talking about how in Canada that they, well, the way they recruit young kids, young, young, younger, young kids to play hockey is based on when they were born. Saying like, something about like, if you were born in January, then that would be, I think he was saying that would be like a perfect time for them to, to pick you up because you would be like a grade behind, you'd be a grade behind, but you'd be bigger than other kids playing. You know, it's, it goes, <laughs> it was a little while when I read that. That's pretty interesting, man. <laughs> Let's see what else. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, don't, I just read a bunch of shit. Like I started reading, Game of Thrones, but I haven't finished that. There's um, a dude, Tim Ferriss, the four-hour work week and uh, the, uh, the three-day body or something like that. Uh, he he's got a lot of good information too. Like he's just he's just one of those dudes that just tried a bunch of you know tried a bunch of different things, put in books that this is what worked for me. You know this is what blah blah blah. Right. You know, so he's got some pretty good. Information. And he's this is a workout, right? This is for one, one, so like one, one's like a health, like kind of like for health and wellness book, right? And then um, the other one is like for you know starting, you know starting small businesses, how you can start, you know, with something small and then kind of build up on it, and stuff right? Like that. Right. Um, let, me, let me make sure I get this right. Um, oh no, that's that's what's up, man. That's you're well versed. And your audiobooks, good sir. Yeah, just audiobooks. I prefer, I prefer, I prefer the um, real books over audiobooks, but I, audiobooks are very, very convenient. Well, is, where the hell are you, man? Uh, oh, are you yeah. looking for something right now? Yeah, because I wanted to make sure I got the, the name of the books right. Oh, okay. Well, because if people want to, um, you know, I, okay, like. Oh yeah, the Four Hour Body and the Four Hour Work Week. I got both of those books, and he got a few other ones that I haven't read, so I'm not gonna sit here and even mention them. Good, but um, that's good, man. Dude, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was about to go in. I know. <laughs> like, yo, they're calling us home. And once again, I appreciate you, Big Bob. How can folks contact you if they wanted to? Even though you hate social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm on social media, um, Twitter at. Uh, shutthehellup.com and then I'm on Facebook at www.shutthefuckup.com <laughs> Good job. Yo. Squally question there. I'm here with Big Bob. Viva La Resistance. Did I not raise you for better? How many times have I told you you have to be what? You have to be what? Twice. What? Twice as good. Twice as good as them to get half what they have. And before.